Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. You're listening to the Spoken Word program on 3CR. We're proud to be broadcasting from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging. My name's Carmen Main and our guest today is Tim Evans. Thank you so much for making time to be here, Tim. A pleasure to be here, Carmen. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. I'm going to introduce Tim by reading his bio. Tim Evans is recovering from being English and, since 2015, has been working through this by performing his poems at Strangers. His hobbies include anxiety, depression, jokes, and trying to do all of them at the same time. He's been published in the audio journal Audacious Four, in Australian Poetry Journal, and the upcoming anthology Solid Air from University of Queensland Press. Tim has featured at numerous poetry events across Melbourne and Victoria and was awarded an honourable mention at the 2017 Melbourne Spoken Word Prize. In 2018, he reached the final round of Slamalama Ding Dong Grand Slam and became a member of the only Australian team to compete at the National Poetry Slam in Chicago. The NPS Festival organisers invited him to share his work on the final stage at the UIC Forum. He also performed in New York at the Bowery Poetry Club and the New Yorican Poets Cafe. Several people have said nice things about his poetry but have refused to go on the record. He likes using self-depreciation but he isn't very good at it. <laughs> it's always nice to have a laugh during during the bio so thank you so much Tim. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah, a real delight to have you here and I understand our first piece for today is called Fight or Flight. I couldn't have flown any further, 24 hours, two days by the calendar, till all the miles became kilometres and winter became scorching summer. For all that time and distance cleared, the fact remains that I'm still here. Career guidance became psychology, transferable skills, depression and anxiety between the lines of my curriculum vitae, so I flew further into safety. Although I'd flown to a new vantage, of course I'd brought all my old baggage. In fear, I sidelined my lofty aims. Change became more old same, repeating same. Open plans became part of an office again, eating leftovers with a side of shame. Each morning on the concrete steps, choked back tears and pills and cigarettes. Finally, brain and body refused. Crisis, in hindsight, was opportune. Starting over battle scarred and bruised, but starting over now, in truth. Hmm. What an awesome piece to start the show with. Thank you, Tim. Um, I guess it speaks a little bit to your travelling and coming over to Australia, I guess, or... That might even be why I started with it. Yeah. <laughs> You've gotten into my head. How did you do this? <laughs> um, so what's it like, your experience as an English person here in Australia, living in Australia and... Um, you know, putting up with our weirdness and our randomness and all of that jazz. I don't know if it's any weirder or more random than um, than the UK. I think the the move kind of kind of starting again in a new place. I think it I think it made me um, face up to a lot of um, 
latent issues that that were being semi-successfully suppressed just by the the routine of life and the, the familiarity of life and you can you can kind of just keep rolling and just um just ignore that you know um in the middle of the night you're <laughs> you're aware that you're really struggling mm. and i guess coming across the jump into an entirely new context that is australia versus england yeah that sort of brings things to the front or it's like a mirror maybe i don't know yeah um i think it's it's um for uh, a very um big and complex number of reasons that, um, yeah. that, that we haven't really got time to go into. No, it's just a half-hour program, uh, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but there are, there are a lot of um, similarities between, between the UK and, and, um, mm. and Australia. Um, so it's, it's, it's similar enough to be, to be familiar so that you, you almost feel like you should be able to just slot in mm. um, mm-hmm. and... Um, and just just keep going and, and and understand everything but it's but it's different enough that it it kind of forces you to to look at things slightly differently and go oh okay do I still do I still want to keep doing that do I, mm, you know of course it gives you that opportunity for reflection like what it's like a new chapter I guess maybe mm. and were you writing much when you were back in England or was that more of a thing that you started once you travelled over here. It was more of a thing that that started here, yeah. Um, mm. And then coming over here, you fell into the spoken word scene. Yeah, I started off. I started off doing stand up when we when we moved here. Oh wow. Um, Do you think a spoken word audience is a little more perhaps open than a comedy audience? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think the 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 form uh, lends itself to a much broader. A much broader range of um, uh, different different uh, moods, different types of delivery. You know, it 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 can it can be storytelling. It, mm-hmm. You know, there can be uh, no uh, kind of poetic setup, poetic devices. It, and and I've seen people do great great storytelling things on mm. uh, spoken word open mics. Um, yeah, I guess it's a bit. It's there's a different level of freedom and. Uh, Self-expression, I yeah, guess. Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. and that's welcomed. That's what's championed, the expression. Yeah, yeah. and I personally, I felt um, a much greater degree of freedom to, to go, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a funny one. This mm-hmm. is, um, you know, let's all have a laugh. This is a funny one with some serious bits in it. Yep. Um, you know, th- this is a serious one where there's a laugh at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also uh, not not everything has to be a belly laugh something can just be mm. something can just be witty and yes. raise a little smile mm-hmm. uh and i i didn't feel the pressure to have that kind of crescendo uh, yeah, of laughter and that instant feedback that instant because in in stand up there's there's um there's no kind of degrees it's either either it got a laugh or it didn't and if you can't hear the laugh, it didn't work. New strategy. Now, I do this quite regularly, 
and a friend of mine, he said to me, I thought you had anxiety, but I've seen you read your poetry, and I couldn't do that if you paid me. I said, well, that paid bit happens quite rarely, although it does make my tax return easy. Total taxable income, 90. But anyway, what did you say? You kind of implied that performing takes bravery, and yeah, sometimes it does, and I'm shaky, but actually the fact is more commonly, it's the only thing that comes to me naturally. The truth is I have much more difficulty just going to the shops for my groceries. I hope the staff don't take it personally when a panic attack gets the best of me. I'm just scared of people more generally. He said, um, you know, you know all this is rhyming. I said, yes, I wrote all this yesterday. It's all part of my brand new strategy. I thought maybe I'd be less panicky if, if I interact only in poetry. He said, is that why you've, is that why you brought your own microphone? I said, oh, an internal rhyme, you see, it's so easy. Yes, I've got a mic and a PA on a trolley. He said, isn't this all just hugely impractical? I said, no, my dear friend, on the contrary. I've been acting much more confidently. I've got bars for every, every eventuality. I use haiku to order my coffee. Just a flat white, please. Strong and skinny. How are you? Have you been busy? He said, but how can you possibly predict everything that I, I might say? I said, well, you're not an actual person, really, but an amalgam of things friends have said to me. And you stand in for them metaphorically or allegorically. I'm not sure what you call it technically, but you're a character I've created semi-fictionally. And with that, my friends simply faded away. In fact, the whole scene became wavy, for the whole thing was purely imaginary. After the fourth wall fell, so went the other three. And I was at home, alone, writing this poetry. The dang fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Brechtian idea. When I learnt about it, I'm like, oh. it's like taught me so much about art. Awesome. Tim, I really enjoy that piece. Thank you. You're um, welcome. And it raises um, a couple of doors and windows for me to ask a few questions. Um, our astute listen, listener, our astute listeners, and perhaps even our, um, you know, just casual listeners would recognise the rhyme. You're you're a king of the rhyme. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've, I'm quite. I'm quite at monarch level, but um. <laughs> perhaps I shouldn't use uh, or, or call in the monarchy because. You know, that's not the best. That's a anyone. whole other debate, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It certainly is. But um, again, something we perhaps won't have time for in half an hour. <laughs> um, but I do really um, acknowledge that your style is totally recognisable and you, um, to my knowledge, don't really stray away from a rhyming structure. Not very often, no. Um, there's uh, some... I'm trying a couple of new things at the moment. But um, certainly rhyme has been where I felt most at home. And I think, I think what I'm, one of the things I'm trying to do with it is to um, write and perform pieces that are, are very obviously written, are very obviously, um, you know, carefully calibrated um, in terms of rhyme and rhythm and cadence and meter, mm. but make them sound conversational, mm -hmm. make them sound off the cuff. Um, You're really good at it. I well, have to say, You're thank really you. Good at it. Thank I you. But I'm, well, I'm, I'm, gl I'm, gl I'm glad I've achieved some level of success with it. Then, <laughs> just because I think it's an inherently funny idea to um, to have that um, that disconnect between you know what you're saying and how you're saying it. Mm. Um, and there are pieces where I kind of go the other way. 
um, and adopt a very kind of highfalutin, traditional, you know, um, British highbrow uh, style of delivery. But I'm talking about something very mundane, something very everyday. Yeah, and it's that juxtaposition That's that, the word, yeah. that, um, that can cause some, some laughs, mm. some bit of fun in the audience. It's interesting because it kind of harks back to that comedy stuff that you were doing. It's still another way of, you know, um, not necessarily making fun, but inviting your audience to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I do, I do like starting from a, a, a point of formal constraint and then going, how far can I push at the boundaries of this and how can I make it my own and how can I make it something different and surprising? You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR, community radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. Been roaming. Slumbered I in milky morning light, that magic time, twixt day and night, half open and half close my eyes to behold the daily wondrous sight. My love, my wife, lies at my side. Closer now we softly slide. The tactful cat, he goes outside. And she says with sleepy smile, let's stay in bed a little while. Then she, my love, my wife, my life, as if possessed by poltergeist, sat bolt upright in sudden fright, her soft voice now all forthright. Did you do the bins last night? As hope of a morning tumble crumbles, I hear it too, the ominous rumble, the garbage truck's slow, heavy trundle, and from the bed I clumsy stumble. Standing tense at full attention, with now incongruous erection. I cannot miss the garbage collection, the sunbaked stench defies description. I ran and grabbed the plastic sacks, through the house and out the back. I desperate drag and snag the bags, the garden strewn with fetid cack. I heave the mess towards the bin, most of the shit even makes it in. And now the hunt it must begin for those occasionally punctual garbage men. I pulled the bin into the laneway, a hundred mouths stood mocking me. Every mouth laughed openly, every bugger bloody empty. I ran panicked, frantic, breathlessly, dragging the waste of past days behind me. In the eye of the crisis that afflicted by poetry, I thought, what a great metaphor for anxiety. I'm wearing my pyjamas and that old holy tea from Blur's Modern Life is Rubbish Tour 1993. My slip-on shoes ironically keep slipping off my feet and fully loaded wheelie bins aren't really built for speed. I madly dashed up Wilson, crashed right along on Pigden, rumbled on down Ligon, tracked back along McPherson, all the bins had been and gone. Like a surrealist Olympic athlete, my house number printed for all to see, some smart arse shouts after me, go on number 23. Not a sighting anywhere of any garbage person. I turned the suburb blue with my interminable cursing. All my muscles burning and my lungs both fit for bursting. I heard a whisper on the wind. This vehicle is reversing. Finally, I spied my quarry two agonising blocks away. I darted shouting down the laneway. Garbage gods, do not forsake me. Hail Hive's clad collector of unwanted household waste. I humbly beg of you, sir. Please say I'm not too late. I've run so far and now I pray. In your hands you hold my fate. He took my stuff and mumbled gruff. Yeah, get your hand off it, mate. Now strolling home with winning swing, returning victorious garbage king, I anticipate congratulations from my love, my everything. Instead of swooning awestruck, she just says by way of greeting, where the hell have you been? What about the recycling? I do love that piece, Jim. Thank you for sharing it and immortalising it here on 3CR. 
Oh, my goodness. We've all had that dreaded <laughs> moment of like, <gasps> it's been day. It's been day. It's been day. What a day. And, um, yeah, happens every day. Somewhere in Melbourne, it's been day. <laughs> and I can imagine that every day somewhere in Melbourne, uh, a person is having a similar experience. Yeah, that was that was one of those where I, I tried to I tried to do a very ordinary and unpleasant yeah. <laughs> experience in kind of highbrow poetic. poetic language. Yeah, and it's so relatable. Like I love that. Um, you, it's a way to sort of bring an audience in, and sometimes I think poetry can be really good at. Um, you know, celebrating our community and, um, you know, welcoming other people and poets. But sometimes, you know, a, a little bit of the everyday really helps um, be a bit of a leveller, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that's always – I always have um, in the back of my mind is where where is the – where's the in for people listening whenever I'm writing anything? Where's the in for people listening? You're listening to Spoken Word on Community Radio 3CR, where community voices make a big splash. The last Ativan tablet rattles around in the bottle, and I shake it, somehow hoping that'll make more. I thought I got more of these last week. Did I use them up or maybe did I lose them? See, my memory isn't what it used to be, although I can't be sure of that. And then I shake around the mess in my head, somehow hoping that will make less. I don't like relying on medication, but what chronically ill person does? And yes, it's true, just like they all said, I know, I know, it's all in my head. But the problem with this is my head's where I keep my brain. And my brain just has to live trapped in my head with the shame and regret and every mistake I can never forget. I just can't remember if I got more meds. I think I used to make plans, but now I've only got strategies. So let's stop a minute and deal with this logically. First step, I'll call the doctor again, but there'll be questions I can't answer like, how can I help you? And what's your name? Okay, stay positive. Let's assume they'll agree to see me today. That means riding two bosses to see the physician who listens and gives out prescriptions with referrals to talking therapy. Not the doctor on my block who says, just exercise and eat right. Okay, that's fine. I've done this before. Get up, shower, dress myself, leave the house, walk to the bus stop, sit among others, breathe deep into stomach, sigh out panic, catch glances that scream at me I'm looking manic. Repeat head full of curse words in urgent whispers. Kids and parents are scared and I'm straight terrified. Jump off the bus just two stops from home. Run through traffic looking like I know where I'm going. The truth is now I just have to move. And the neighbourhood all looks suddenly alien and I'll never work out how to get home again. The expected expedition, it's just too much to bear. I've only made it as far as my living room armchair. I'm sure I could think clearer if I just got some rest. I take that last Ativan and go back to bed. Just as sleep begins soothing the noise in my head, it occurs to me then. Maybe I could have asked for some help. Thank you so much for sharing that one, Tim. I 
I dare say a lot of listeners would particularly resonate with that one. Um, and I'm really aware that in the spoken word community, there's permission to speak about all sorts of things and our experience around um, mental health is certainly one of them. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing. And, um, yeah, how do you, do you find that writing can help you in terms of how you feel about stuff? Certainly, yeah. I mean, it's... Um in the kind of uh, the the kind of private, for want of a better word, the private writing of it is um, is very helpful in, in in processing what's what's going on. And uh, I mean, writing of one sort or another has been uh, used as part of therapy generally, um, mm-hmm. and get these thoughts out of their head and, and be able to look at them in black and white and, and um, you know, challenge them and mm. think about things differently and look at how true these these fears and concerns and, and, and worries are. And I think um, in, the, in the performance of them, that's when, it, um, that's when you kind of bring all this to the, to the community. Mm. Um, and that when it when it becomes very clear that it is a very welcoming, very supportive, um, very caring community, um, because you know whether whether people personally identify with what the, the experiences you're talking about or not, um, there is um, a lot of support and a lot of empathy for whatever anyone brings up in their um, in their pieces. Um, so you know. Depending on how I'm going, after after I come off stage, sometimes people will say, "Oh, I love that. That was really good." Sometimes I come off stage and people say, "I love that. That was really good. Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's so important that we get to share honestly mm. and um, to be able to have that in a creative space and be so supported by others is it's kind of invaluable, really. Yeah. <laughs> Hunterman, this is Stephen Pigram from up Broomway, Yauru country, and it's great to be down in Melbourne and you're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Been here for a long time. Poem Interrupted, a.k.a. The Abyss, a.k.a. Do the one off YouTube. So I'm recovering from... Hello, who's this? Oh, it's you. The Abyss. Not the 1989 thriller directed by James Cameron. Oh, the religious or philosophical concept of a deep dark pit. That one. Yeah, no, I know, I've read Nietzsche. Well, no, okay, the Wikipedia. Well, listen, I'm in the middle of something, so um, you just want to catch up. You got a message from depression. The shady fuck. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Uh, busy, busy. Um, lots of work on. I'll start that eventually. No, not much going on socially. Uh, I'm still getting out occasionally uh, to see my GP, psychology, the pharmacy. Well, yeah. Yeah, depressingly empty. But I've got really into thinking recently. Yeah, you know, it's a hobby. Oh, well, um, how to describe it succinctly? Uh, I guess life and its inherent futility, contentment as an impossibility, my insignificance in the dark of infinity. 
that's why you're calling me. I see. Well, I wouldn't call it staring into the abyss. More a glance, a peep, the occasional peek, just a quick poke around in the bottomless deep. What? Four hours today and most of last week. Well, how do you... You've been staring back. Well, I don't quite know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah, still doing the poetry. Yep, still rhyming. Mostly. I'm on air right now, actually. Spoken word on 3CR. We're nearly at the time limit. Well, yeah, it is kind of tight, so that's why I... Right. Well, no, I don't think she's laughing at me. It's the intersection of comedy and vulnerability. No, no, I don't think it's pretentious and needy. No, look, the abyss. We've been through this already. I fought my demons deep in the beast's belly, and truly that was the battle that made me, but stay too long and the darkness negates me. I returned from Inferno like Dante. Anxiety become divine comedy. No, no, look, the abyss. Thanks for the invite. I'm sorry, but I can't see you tonight. I'm in a place where art meets community, doing a thing called writing your own story. I think I might be finding some insight, illuminating darkness under this spotlight. How am I doing for, um, no? No, sorry, that's it, that's time. Yay! That was Tim Evans on Spoken Word here at 3CR. What a poem. I love that one. Poem interrupted. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I know it's um, a popular poem and I'm really pleased to, to hear it in person, in the studio, in the walls of 3CR. It's a special one. Um, so I guess one thing I'd like to ask, if listeners are interested in finding out more about you in your work, Tim, do you have anything coming up? Really exciting uh, anthology of um, Australian and uh, New Zealand spoken word artists uh, called Solid Air is mm. um, coming out through uh, University of Queensland Press. There are lots of uh, amazing Melbourne poets and performers um, on the lineup for that, which is uh, which is very exciting and a, and a testament to how to how strong the scene here is. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's really exciting that um, the uh, the editors uh, David and Annie are are really passionate about what um, spoken word as a form can do and um, about translating that onto the page um, and very much like this show uh, uh, they recognize that that this um, this art and these words it's it's important that these things are recorded um, mm. in one form or another um, and that they get out to the community and yes they, they get out to, to a, a wide audience maybe maybe people who either hasn't occurred to them or doesn't appeal to them the idea of you know going to a pub or a cafe and, mm. and listening to poetry yeah and I know a lot of listeners to this particular show it's not that they don't necessarily want to sometimes they you know physically can't be there absolutely so, yeah yeah no you're right it's it's great to have more than one way to access brilliant spoken word and my my hope as well is that it um, it helps to to cut through um, a kind of pointless uh, distinction between this is page poetry and this is performance poetry mm. and that they can they can both exist in both spaces um absolutely mm. yeah that page versus stage debate it's um it's all art hey yeah right yeah and, you know um 
slightly different delivery methods for, for the same piece of art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tim, I want to say thank you again so much for being here. Loved having you as a guest. And um, thank you so much for joining us here on Spoken Word at 3CR. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. You've been listening to Spoken Word on 3CR. My name is Carmen Main and our guest today is Tim Evans. Spoken Word is on every Thursday morning from 9 until 9.30am on 3CR. You can find us on your radio, 855 on the AM dial. You could stream us online at 3cr.org.au or you can tune in to our weekly podcast. For more information on Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene and spoken word scene, check out melbournespokenword.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned to 3CR.